This is Food First Michigan on News Talk 760 WJR. Sponsored by the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Creating a food secure state. And by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. Now here are your hosts, Dr. Phil Knight and Jerry Brisson. Welcome back everyone. Thanks for listening. I have on my desk an item that is made up of both a compass and a clock. Because most of us are torn. We are torn between the clock and the compass, the good versus the great, the long-term versus the immediate, the future versus the past, the strategic versus the necessary, and the few versus the many. All the while, the clock is ticking. Our time to make an impact doesn't last forever. It is, in fact, short. I realized I needed both the clock and the compass to help me sort through the opportunities that come from the obstacles we face as we do this work. To help me get past the challenges so that we can win the chase against hunger. And the chase for us is in terms of the compass and the clock is how do we outrun hunger until everyone is food secure. We run fast and we run straight to the finish so that no one is hungry. We know we can't win this race today the way we learned to run yesterday. Therefore, innovation is a great example of the cost it takes to discover which is good and what is potentially great. Collaboration helps us learn from our past and build our future, and the ability to not quit is the only way we will separate the strategic from the necessary and the opportunity from the obstacle. Peter Chang is a medical doctor who leads Grace Health as their president, CEO, and CMO. His leadership has helped Grace Health lead the pack as they execute an extraordinary pilot in Battle Creek where the Food Bank Council, the South Michigan Food Bank, and Grace Health have all partnered together to create an opportunity that very well could take us to the next level of food security across Michigan. Jerry Brisson joins me with Dr. Peter Chang when he joins us next on this edition of Food First Michigan. Welcome back, everyone. As promised, Jerry Brisson joins me, as he does every week, for this edition of Food First Michigan. Jerry, great to see you. What a tremendous pleasure it is every single week, Doctor. Every single week, bar none. So, uh, you know, I get to do this. What a what an honor. It's, it is pretty cool. Pushing four years of doing the program now, and uh, a list of stellar guests we've had on the show for these four years, and today is no exception to that. Dr. Peter Chang is with us, and Peter is the Chief Medical Officer, the CEO, and the President for Grace Health, located down in southwest Michigan, uh, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo area. So, Dr. Chang, welcome to Food First Michigan. Hey, good morning, Phil, Jerry. It's a pleasure to be on with you guys this morning. 
Well, it's great to have you. So um, we're going to talk about the project that our teams are all doing together. And I think that the three of us are all smart enough to stay out of their way and uh, let that project really take off. But uh, let's talk about you first, uh, Peter. And we want you to just kind of share your story because I find your, your, uh, your CV, your resume, your story to be absolutely fascinating. So why are you, who are you, and why are you the CEO and president of a federally qualified health center, Grace Health? So tell us that story. You know, my journey uh, started uh, in South Korea, actually, and, uh, and uh, my uh, family immigrated to the United States and landed at Kansas. Uh, and so I'm very aware of uh, raising food. Uh, I worked in the fields a little bit as well. And, uh, and I was given uh, a great blessing and opportunity uh, to attend medical school and uh, become a physician. And uh, um, that's uh, been a long journey. And, and, you know, one of the things is that um, through my own personal health issues, I became aware of uh, the needs a person has when they're sick. And so that's the reason I became a physician. And also uh, being underserved at the time uh, and difficulty getting health care allow me to see some areas uh, that I need to fill. And so uh, when I became a physician, I wanted to join a practice where I can accomplish those ideals and uh, was able to then get hooked up with a federally qualified health center in Battle Creek. And so I've been here over the past 27 years now uh, and, uh, and enjoying every uh, uh, minute of it. And over a little over four years ago, I had opportunity to become a CEO, and so I'm blessed to, to serve in that capacity uh, to continue the work that has been going on since 1986 here in uh, uh, Better Creek as a federally qualified health center. So from Kansas to Kalamazoo, yeah, that's, how that, you know, that? doesn't that sound like the name of your book? You know, we're gonna we're gonna call it from Kansas to Kalamazoo, 27 years at the uh, federally qualified health system, and we know um, that federally qualified health systems are uniquely uh, able to really meet patients where they are, whatever their circumstances mm -hmm. are. So tell us a little bit about that. What makes the federally qualified healthcare center special? Yes. Well, federally qualified health centers are community organizations that um, provide comprehensive primary and preventive health care to all individuals, regardless of their insurance status or their ability to pay. And so I think that makes it very unique uh, to be able to serve the underserved. So uh, there is 45 centers in the state of Michigan and serving over 700,000 individuals. Um, and 92% of those individuals are 200% below federal poverty levels. And so we know there is a, a significant need uh, for health care, and, uh, and we're here to meet those needs. You know, wow. I, I, a, a very, very um, longtime friend of mine had a, um, a time in his life where he was unemployed, and he, and he um, he was doing some consulting work, and he was basically making ends meet, but he had no way to figure out how to get his health care covered. Um, and federally qualified health centers were how he was able to maintain even simple things like the, an annual physical. I mean, th things that let you know if there's if there's something you should be doing more. Now he had some other some other issues with cholesterol and things that were a little more 
urgent for him, but um, but I will tell you this, uh, he was grateful on a every time I talked with him basis for a long time that he was able to to get health care while he was going through that particular struggle in his life. And so, I mean, while that's only one story and and uh, and there's so many stories of how people get to places where they need a little help, I mean, one of the things we know about this work is that the people who are getting help aren't necessarily the people you have in your mind. Right? There's a lot of different circumstances that, that bring people to a place where they need a little help. And, and what you do for people is so critical in so many ways. So, uh, so thank you for that and for you know, sharing. The, the numbers are astounding. Uh, 45 yeah. centers, 700,000 individuals using them. 92% are 200% below the, the federal poverty rate, and we've talked many times on this show how the federal poverty rate is way lower than actual poverty. So if you're mm -hmm. twice twice below that, you're not making a lot of money, and so so you're helping people at a time when they absolutely need it, and that's wonderful. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a great a great way to partner with your community and uh, and the folks in it uh, to uh, rise above uh, some difficult situations. Right, it could happen to any of us. Unfortunately, and we've seen that in pandemic and you oh. lose your insurance. Where do you go? How do you how do you pick things back up, especially when your health is not so great? And so uh, we come alongside on that journey and say, hey, we're here and uh, let's do this together. And uh, it's, it's a great place to be. And it's a privilege uh, to uh, be able to offer those services uh, and uh, be partner with the community. Well, it's really great to hear your story, too, Peter. I mean, um you know the the passion that you bring for this uh you know, I, obviously when when you look at your credentials you could be doing medicine a lot of different places and uh you choose to be here not only as uh serving having served as a chief medical officer but now as the president and the ceo additionally at the uh, grace health a federally qualified health center so i think I think I want to stop for just a minute and say thank you for how you've chosen to invest your one handful of life and the difference it's made. And to hear these statistics um, that Jerry repeated so eloquently that I, I'm, um, I'm really astounded, you know, and thank God that we have federally qualified health centers and 45 of them. Is that right? Across the state? That's correct. Look, so I know our teams are doing a project together uh, from the Food Bank Council, South Michigan Food Bank, and, and obviously at Grace Health. So let's take a quick break here and come back, and we're going to dive into that and talk about the significance of it and the potential of it um, as well. So it's Jerry Brisson and me, Dr. Phil Knight, and Dr. Peter Chang, who is from South Korea. Kansas and now in Kalamazoo. So we got the K thing going here. So it's great to have you. Thanks to everyone for being with us. Come back and be with us in just a moment. Contact the Food Bank Council of Michigan at fbcmich.org. Now back to more Food First Michigan with Dr. Phil Knight and Jerry Brisson. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for being with us. Jerry Brisson, Dr. Phil Knight here with our very special guest, Dr. Peter Chang, CEO and president at Grace Health. That's actually located in Battle Creek, but, you know, I kind of had the K thing going there with Korea and Kansas. And 
I couldn't help myself with Kalamazoo. So, but Battle Creek right there, and I'm sure you're serving people from all over, Peter. So um, it's great to have you with us. And it's, it's uh, some pretty important pilot work that's going on between the team at Grace Health, the South Michigan Food Bank, and, uh, of course, the Food Bank Council of Michigan um, has a role to play there as well. And I think that Jerry's going to find this really important and uh, because he's kind of been the innovator and the pioneer, the trailblazer for our network on how we begin to work and come alongside of healthcare and the, the patients that, um, that we're all serving. So why don't we just turn that over to you, Peter, and you tell us a little bit about this pilot, what it means, what it's doing, and, um, and what we hope for. You know, Phil, it's, uh, I figured out early on that doing community work, you can't do it by yourself. It requires collaboration of many partners. And so with that in mind, when I met up, met up with uh, Peter Vogel, a great guy and a great, great uh, president CEO at South Michigan Food Bank. Uh, here locally. And so when I sat down with him, hey, let's work together. We see the same kind of uh, uh, folks uh, in our organizations. And so what can we do together to provide uh, our services together? And uh, we sat down and said, hey, how about if we uh, work together to provide fresh food to to families uh, and, and, uh, and the patients that we serve here at Grace Health? You know, uh, you know it's been long, long rec- recognized that food is medicine. And the food pharmacy mm-hmm. program has been going on across the nation to some degree uh, over the last decade and understanding how important it is. You know, it's, uh, it's, we live in a day where the prevalence of obesity in the United States mm-hmm. is staggering 42%. Uh, that's actually wow. increased about 12% from about a decade ago. And no wonder our sort of nutritionally, nutritionally related chronic diseases are climbing very rapidly here in the United States as well as across the globe. And so in our community, as we bring it together, how can we do this? Understanding these aspects. And, uh, and, um, and uh, Peter and I uh, got together and, and set, a, set a program uh, called Fresh Food Pharmacy uh, to serve uh, initial pilot of about 350 people uh, that have uh, uh, diabetes, heart disease, those kind of uh, uh, nutritional, nutritionally related health diseases. And uh, so far, we have about half of that target. Uh, the pandemic has slowed us down just a little bit, but uh, we're finding some success in now uh, enrolling a lot of people and uh, doing a lot of education with that. So we're very excited about this program and what it can do. So, so I know in the work that 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 we do in terms of um, you know reaching people who need some food assistance, one of the things that has been discovered is that when you're in a place where you can't make ends meet, your likelihood of being obese is actually greater than when you can make ends meet, and the reason is because of the trade-offs people make. That the the food that's the least healthy is also the least expensive in many cases, and so people buy foods that are filling which can actually increase your likelihood of being obese or having other chronic diseases rather than food that's actually better for them. So, so I mean, I guess what I'd like is if you could comment on that, if that's something that, that, you, that you see and experience as well, but then also how does the food pharmacy help people turn that around? 
Yeah, great point, because uh, we have those barriers, right? Uh, we recognize where Grace Health is and where our patients come from. We're in a food desert. Uh, even across in our county, we have the zip code that has the worst uh, of the food desert. And so people have uh, decreased access to those uh, fresh foods, right? And, so, and what they have access to is fast foods. Uh, and those are the, what's easily uh, obtainable and to get. And so people will go to that route. Um, and so the barriers of transportation also, they can't just drive out of the area, go to a big grocery chain store and get a lot of fresh fruits or farmer's market and things like that. And so there are a number of barriers, including financial. Um, unless you plan ahead, it can get very expensive or they think it's going to get more expensive. And so they stop by McDonald's instead. And so things like that has uh, kind of been embedded in the community and, and the thoughts of many. And so how do we change that aspect? of thinking and behavior. And so when we started this fresh fruit program, it wasn't just about giving people vegetables and, and fruit. They need to know how to cook it. They need to know how to change their behavior. And so when we sort of enroll people, we kind of screen them and, and, and make sure that they want to participate. It's not just grabbing food and go. Uh, we want to make sure that they are, are, are going to be uh, able to participate and get monthly checks because we look at their weight and, and other biometrics um, and then have a health lifestyle visit. It's not just about eating food. It's about healthy lifestyle. And so what kind of choices are you making? Are you having uh, activities that are healthy for you uh, and things of that nature? And so that we can come alongside of uh, patients and to make sure they're getting all the things they need, including healthy foods. So we do every two weeks. Right now we're delivering because of the pandemic. Food Bank has uh, been gracious enough to go ahead and deliver the food to the patients. Uh, and we follow along then. And hopefully over the next six months, we'll be able to see some changes in folks um, and being able to think differently. And so even if we're at a food desert, the value of fresh fruits and vegetables will allow them to find a way to uh, get some of those uh, uh, vegetables, even after the program ends. And so hopefully we will be um, partnering with folks to be able to do that. Uh, and, uh, and I think there's going to be great changes to be seen because uh, we're having a dietitian also teach how do you make vegetables that you may not have uh, encountered before, right? Uh, and uh, how do you make it tasty? Uh, and to know that your family is going to love it uh, and, uh, and no longer you have to depend on going and getting hamburgers and, and, and pizza all the time. Uh, and so, and who doesn't want that, right? Who doesn't want healthy food for their kids and themselves? And so uh, I think this, uh, this will allow people to kind of open their eyes a little bit and to see things different, differently. Well, there's no doubt it's important. It's important work. I have to say, you know, for in my own my own story is, you know, my doctor for 10 years told me to to exercise and lose weight. And I and I basically told her, look, you might as well tell me to grow wings and fly to work. You'll have about the same level mm -hmm. of success. Right. And so one of the things that even even, you know, it's not just a matter of your economic status or whether or not you're having a crisis in your life. Those changes are hard to make. And it's a lot easier to make them when people are walking with you. When you have those recipes, when you have a coach, when you've got somebody that you're seeing on a regular basis who's helping you, who's not just judging you, but who's actually helping you make changes that are good for you and good for your family. And I, I really like your approach. It's very comprehensive and uh, and and you know it's 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 how we walk with people rather than talking at them, right? You're absolutely right, Jerry. And uh, and you know. 
it's been a difficult journey uh, as we didn't have uh, the sort of food pharmacy before as a provider. So like you said, we talk to our patients and tell them, you know, where they are, right? We, we do blood tests. We do all these things, blood pressure checks, and we tell where the risk is, right? And then we talk to them and educate them and give them medicine in some cases, but we can't go any further. Uh, and subsequently, a lot, a lot of people uh, are unable to change. Uh, and so we need more uh, to walk alongside, just like what you said, Jerry. And, and this allows us to do that further uh, in our sort of partnership with our patients, to give them food as medicine, because we know that is preventative management and treatment of certain diseases. And so if the patient can be healthier, I think we can truly get toward uh, decreasing the chronic diseases and have some imp- significant impact uh, on the outcome. And so... Um, we're excited about this program in many aspects. Well, it's super to hear. And so uh, I'm just going to put a, a, a pin in this to say that uh, it looks like there's going to be some, uh, some, some data and some, some results that are going to be revealed in the coming months. So that means, Peter, we're going to have to have you back on the show. <laughs> so we're going to put a pin in this in the calendar yeah. to have you back yeah. when those results come in. You'll have to tell us then. But just the stories that I'm hearing through Dr. Dawn Opal, who helped design the fresh food pharmacy concept there for South Michigan Food Bank and for uh, Grace Health, uh, some of the stories that I'm hearing are super positive. And I think um, one of the stories I heard, and um, we'll get your comments on this on the other side of the break, is that some of the folks who are doing the the, the counseling, the nutrition counseling, and uh, and helping people create that um, behavior change that Jerry resisted for so many years. Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't want to do this without, I don't want to ever do this work again without access to food because it's what you just said. It's, it, it, it it's a step further. You could talk about food, but now you're actually giving food and teaching them how to cook it and, and, uh, and apply that to their life. So Pretty cool stories uh, coming out of there already. I want to get your comments and Jerry's comments on the other side, but let me pay a couple of bills. We'll take a quick break. That's Dr. Peter Chang, Jerry Brisson, me, Dr. Phil Knight. We're all three back in just a moment. Food first, Michigan. Once again, here's Phil and Jerry. Dr. Phil Knight here with Jerry Brisson. We're back here on Food First Michigan. And our guest, Dr. Peter Chang, who is the CEO and president at Grace Health in Battle Creek, which is close to Kalamazoo. Um, <laughs> still working on that alliteration there. But anyway, so um, so just, just, Peter, let's get your comments on what we closed the last segment about is that even... Some of the people on our teams, your team, our team, Jerry's experienced this with their work in healthcare. They're really excited about the difference this is making in people's lives, um, their health and their attitude and uh, the changes that are coming. I mean, it is behavior change. And, and as you said during the break, that's tough. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm not living everything that I know today. That's part of the problem, right? <laughs> So uh, I know more than I'm doing. So, I mean, it's, it's the same for all of us. So, Peter, what, what, what's exciting to you 
to hear your team talk about the change that's happening in uh, in people's lives. You know, it's exciting when you hear all our staff that's involved with this just just can't contain themselves in, <laughs> in trying to provide these services to our patients because it's so exciting to be having an opportunity like this because uh, it's something that we have not done. And uh, we have all these resources now to be able to impact our patients' lives. You know, it's, um, the ischemic heart disease is a leading cause of death mm-hmm. here in the U.S. as well as globally. And we know how that's linked to nutrition. And we know that People that eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables on a daily basis have 28% reduction in that risk and death rate. Mm. That's pretty significant, just by eating more fresh fruit and vegetables, right? Uh, And then you combine the exercise. I know those rates will just kind of go much higher. And so we're talking about real differences in people's lives, being able to enjoy their lives with themselves, uh, being able to get to places and and enjoying their family and their ch- watch their children grow up. Those are very essential things in life, right? Those are the mm-hmm. things that we treasure. And so how can we ot- obtain that? Um, and the change is very, very important then in, in behavior, how we live, how we invest in, in ourselves that allows us to ot- obtain those goals that we have for, for ourselves. And, and that's why we're so excited that we can provide these things for our patients so they can enjoy the health and well-being that allows them to see their children, their grandchildren grow up. Yeah, you know, my doctor says, eat the rainbow, Jerry. That's what she says, eat the rainbow. And But what she really means is what you just said. You've got to, there's different colors of food, right? And if you think of all the different colors of food, you have green food like green beans and orange food like sweet potatoes. And you've got, you know, this, this, uh, you know, you have foods that are more yellow like summer squash, right? And, and, and think of all the colors that, that peppers can be, green and red and orange and yellow, right? And she just says, don't overthink it. Eat the rainbow every day. And, and that'll get you someplace, you know, and those those pieces of advice, I mean, I found to be helpful. Um, you know, we also use the, the USDA MyPlate as a thing that, that we use in a lot of our nutrition education because it's easy to see if you take a plate and you divide it into sections and say, you know, this much of your plate should be fruits and vegetables and that's half, right? <laughs> and this this quarter of your plate up here, that's where your protein should be. So if it, if your protein is taking up more of your plate than that, you're probably eating a little too much for than, than what you actually need. Now, my doctor is a vegetarian. She keeps trying to turn me into a vegetarian. She hasn't done that yet. But, but, you know, but her goal, again, is to help me understand how that affects the way I feel and how much, how, farther I, how much farther I can walk. I mean, if you want to travel anywhere in the world and you want to go sightseeing, you've got to be able to walk, right? Well, if you're, if you're struggling to make ends meet, the ability to walk, especially if you need public transportation, is a really important skill to have. You've got to be able to get to public transportation. And if you're struggling with even just walking, and, and some of that's because of obesity, and some of that's because of the things you're eating that are making you not as energetic and those kinds of things, you know, it can drag you down. It can have a significantly greater impact on your life. So, I mean, trying to connect all the dots for people, but the bottom line is everything you've said, uh, Dr. Chang, is exactly 
what we know people are experiencing who we're trying to help and and every little bit gets people a little bit farther and it does take time but it's uh it's so important to be focused on the whole person and i and i like the way you describe the impact better health can have on people's lives spending time with their children how important is that i mean so important especially seasonally available foods that are so good, right? And a lot of people have not experienced that. What a joy to eat some of these fresh foods that come up uh, uh, that's available for us. And so if we can introduce that to, to, to our families and children, I think that's a wonderful opportunity, and this fresh food uh, program does that for a lot of our folks that have really not been introduced some of, to some of these vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Well, Peter... Um... I think your website is gracehelpmi.org. Is that correct? That's correct. All right, gracehelpmi.org. And I'm looking at your website right now, and I'm telling you, the services that you guys provide is absolutely amazing. So if I'm in the South Michigan, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo area, that whole, can I get some help at Grace Health? Oh, you bet. You bet. We're open, and we have... We have so many, you know, uh, disciplines of care. Uh, we have family practice, internal medicine, pediatrics, OB, podiatry, optometry, pharmacy, physical therapy, dietary. It just goes on, right? Uh, and so it's, we have wonderful staff here uh, doing what we do best and, uh, and bringing all these disciplines together uh, to really provide excellent quality service and access uh, to our community. And so... Yeah, if you're nearby us and you need healthcare, um, give us a jingle. You really have so many dis- disciplines, as you as you said, and that's gracehelpmi.org. And uh, this is Dr. Peter Chang. He is the CEO and the president. He's our friend. He's our colleague, and he's our partner. And together, we're making a tremendous difference for the people that we our families that we are serving. And so, Peter, thanks for being all of those things with us and for us. And let's continue to do this because I think that this is a model that could be scaled across other federally qualified health centers. Uh, And you said there's 45 of those in the state. And so we want to uh, explore that possibility. And we might have some good news about that coming up on a future show as well. Peter, thanks for being with us and thanks for being our partner. No, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure being on with you guys, and I thank you for the work that you guys do. And we will continue to search for solutions if we can work together. That's Dr. Peter Chang. Jerry and I will be back to wrap up this show in just a moment. We really do appreciate everyone tuning in and listening to Food First Michigan, whether you're listening to us on WJR and the show Sunday nights at 9 p.m., or if you're listening uh, through our podcast, which is on Apple, Google Play, and on our website, foodfirstmi.org. Got a lot of listeners, Jerry, and a lot of downloads, and uh, I consider it a privilege to do this show, especially when we have a topic and a guest like we had today, because I really think this is part of our future in the work to create a food-secure Michigan. Well, I know Dr. Chang mentioned partnerships as one of the keys to success for federally qualified health centers, and we agree it's a key to success in solving food insecurity um, at all. 
and um, and we look forward to uh, more partnerships with with uh, healthcare in a lot of different ways. We do feel well aligned with the goals of healthcare. And again, you know, some years ago there was the triple aim of healthcare that talked about lower cost uh, and higher patient. Uh, results, but also then better community results, all of those things. And we felt like um, all those things combined, you put healthy food in the middle of that triangle and everything improves. Costs go down, patient health goes up, and community health goes up. So we do feel like we're well, well aligned with, with the goals of healthcare. And of course, partnerships are defined by alignment along those lines, right? So, mm-hmm. so we do think there's a lot of promise here. And the exciting thing about having someone like Dr. Chang with us is it's proof of concept, right? It's actually working. You, you've got somebody that's articulate, that can really speak well to how this is affecting the people he's serving. We know we've got data coming, and, and we're all pretty convinced that data is going to show uh, even more uh, what we what's somewhat's been proven before, but somewhat's going to be new information about how much people are helped, what specifically in their health improved from the various you know blood tests and biometrics and all the things that he talked about. Uh, but it's not a research project; it's a it's it's more than that, right? This is an yeah. effort to walk with people on their life journey to improve their quality of life. But as a result the research will show that people are in fact better off and that's how you make progress steps at a time so exciting work really important work shout out to to peter vogel who's the ceo at the south michigan food bank who's been working with dr chang and his team and uh just a great just a great partnership and 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 wonderful people to be blazing this trail yeah, and to continue that shout-out, I think if you hearken back to a, just a few shows ago when we had our own uh, Dr. Dawn Opal here who talked about this pilot uh, in, in a con- as a concept for a scalable intervention, because I like what you just said. It is research, and we need it. It is, provides proof of concept, which is vitally important, but it is so much more than that. Because it is impacting people's lives now. And I think that uh, Dr. Opal's concept here that she uh, developed and planned and, and worked with uh, South Michigan Food Bank and Peter Vogel, as you said, and now with Dr. Peter Chang uh, at Grace Health, shows a great collaboration. I mean, this is kind of the way the work should be done, right? And uh, all of us working in it together. And so I'm proud of Peter Vogel, the CEO Obviously, it's great to meet Dr. Chang and see his vision and commitment to this population and um, and this kind of work and the vision he has for it, uh, not just statewide, but nationwide. And then, to, you know, to have a person of the caliber and talent of, of Dawn Opal here to, to help uh, build this concept out has been pretty special. And, and you, you did give a little teaser, Jerry, uh, that we hope that there's going to be some um, some opportunity to scale this up. And I think we have to go back a couple of shows again and talk about uh, our friend Dominic Pallone at the Michigan Association of Health Plans, who has taken a very vested interest in this pilot and and is helping us uh, develop this concept so that it can be scaled to more federally qualified health centers in the state. So stay tuned for updates on that as well, but it's pretty exciting and um 
And you know, and I'm I'm just going to give a little shout out to you and your team uh, because you were the pioneers in this work with healthcare. And I got to think that you know maybe like a papa, you're feeling a little bit of pride here that it's going on uh, and developed some a bit across the network uh, and all the time, money, energy, effort that you and your team have put into developing and understanding how to work with healthcare. Well, nice of you to say, Doctor. I mean, have you ever heard the saying that the reason we can see farther is because we're standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Sure. And so I, I, I know there's a lot of people nationally um, that I was able to learn from to even think about how our food bank might intersect with healthcare and and, uh, and feeding America, which is the national food bank, was a big part of that. Uh, but some, uh, but uh, like Dr. Hillary Seligman has been a huge, huge influence on our thinking. It was her research that helped us understand why people can be food insecure and obese. How is that possible? Mm. Well, that's where right. we learned about the trade-offs, and that's where we learned that our work actually does make a big difference when we partner with healthcare. And so, you know, there's a lot of people to give credit to, and uh, and as you've often said, Doctor, it's amazing how much you can get done if you don't worry about who gets credit. Right. That's true. Well, time for a little food for thought, Jerry. This fresh food pharmacy at Grace Health is winning the race against the clock and the compass. This project is innovative, collaborative, and focused on helping others win their races against diseases that threaten their lives. They run straight, they run true, and they are ahead of their time. It is with determined runners like this, Dr. Peter Chain, Peter Vogel, and his team at the South Michigan Food Bank, and our own Dr. Dawn Opal, that will allow us to run long, hard, and to run true. And in this way, we will no longer be torn on whether we should keep food first, folks. Food first. Food First Michigan, presented by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and by the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food secure state.